Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And thank you for listening to the Creepcast. If you want to share any stories or fun facts about topics we've t- discussed on our podcast, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. And if that cramps your style, we also have Twitter, which you can find us under at castcreep. Both seeds are capitalized. We also have Instagram. <laughs> find us on the gram at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have the Facebook, because who doesn't have Facebook? And if you, you don't, us. you're a serial killer. I mean, serial killers have those too. I'm getting off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but our Facebook is The Creepcast with Brie and Burr. And we also have a website where you can find a link to all these lovely things and our Patreon, which is thecreepcast.podbean.com. Yeah. Thanks again. Forward, never ending Creepcast. You started it, didn't you? <laughs> just in time. Obviously. <laughs> Sometime the timing is just. Right. Do a little Italian <laughs> kiss. Not racist because you can't see it. Just kidding. It's not racist <laughs> at all. Cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. White people struggles. <laughs> also, oh God, no, now I feel terrible. I just remembered Italy's out in like lockdown though because of fucking coronavirus. <laughs> I take back everything I say, Italy. I apologize. Poor Italy. Except for you, Rome. It's your own thing, and you belong to the Catholic Church, and I don't like you. With your suspiciousness. Suspect AF. <laughs> I don't care if this Pope is a cool Pope. Don't trust it. Watching you. Just kidding. Not really. Please don't send any, like, secret assassins to my house. I know nothing. And I don't do well on the internet. <laughs> Wikipedia is my only source. <laughs> and that's about as far as my research goes. That's what I'm That doing. and clickbait. <laughs> I mean, those are... <laughs> and are film adaptations a... of true stories. Those are close. Everyone watch Spotlight. Actually, I kind of want to rewatch that. That movie was good as fuck. Ooh. So good. It was um, the... Uh, it's when the first thing about, like, those Catholic priests molesting those boys, it's like when the, the newspaper focuses on that newspaper when that story first broke out. What? It's so fucking good. Michael Keaton's in it. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, who plays uh, the Hulk. Right, right. Yeah, he's in it, too. I don't know how good you are with celebrity names. You could be like me. Well, Michael Keaton is... Well, Michael Keaton. He does, like, everything. Yeah, so good. He's a fucking beast. And everybody knows Ruffalo because... Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Just because he's a fan of other fans. I love him so much. That's my favorite, is whenever it's, like... You see the meme where it's, like, well, someone tell Mark Ruffalo he's also famous, like... Like, he's taking pictures of the other celebrities. I know. It's great. Mark Ruffalo, I love you. I think you're married, but that's okay. I just love you in a non-romantic way. Unless you single, hit a girl up. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. He's probably married. But if not... All the good ones are. (laughs) But if not, hit me up. (laughs) If. If is good. But anyways, hi, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. You probably heard that already, but we're going to remind you again, in case you've forgotten who we are, or if the title doesn't give it away. I'm still confused. Who am I? <laughs> I still... You almost said your own name. <laughs> no, what was it? No, that's it. What was it? That one time we went to record. You cut and it And I out. called myself Burr. I know, I was so mad, but if we had, like, run it better, I think it was just we didn't recover 
And it was just so funny because you were just like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> I am now white with blonde hair. I have the power of the white privilege. <laughs> I know. It's, you know, being half just isn't enough anymore. Nope. Well, like, I don't think it's actually ever been enough. Like, being the light shoots out, it's like, yeah. Uh... Level up. No, I was thinking Except more like Cinderella down. with when like oh, the, yeah. <laughs> when the bees change. Oh wait, that Cinderella. No. <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you? Beauty and the Beast. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I was going. I did like no, I do like the Cinderella transformation. But that's always my favorite. It's like, it's like, what are you doing? Nothing. And it's just like, do you want to go out drinking? And then she does like the transformation Ooh. into the volcano. <laughs> She's like ready to go out. Oh, I love it. Not really. Once I'm in my pajamas, I'm like, no. It was so funny. It felt bad. Cause... So it would be the other way. So you're in the gown and everything. And then you do the transformation into pajamas. Yep. And then you just go, no. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I'm just like, the second I get home. Like, you have to get me within the first two minutes I've entered my house to get me to go back out. Because my ass is out and changed and in pajamas so fucking fast you can't take this <laughs> whip oh girl is ready for bed and netflix netflix no chill just netflix just netflix don't touch me i'm watching my show <laughs> you ain't getting none of this don't touch me this is the second to last episode i have to finish the both you can't touch this do 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 Dude, can't touch this fucking Cheetos commercial. <laughs> don't touch this. Yeah, like literally, don't touch me. <laughs> I can see that. Her sitting like with her wine cup and everything else like that, and like somebody will come closer and she'll pull it out and just like and just tap it a little against her glass, and then hide it back under her eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, I don't know. That's that's gonna be our new trend: Netflix and don't touch me. Hold it. And I mean, I feel like it fits, again, with our crisis. Crisis with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The epidemic is real. For the people who are listening, she's using air quotes. Yeah. Because... I'm very bitter about that today. Yeah. No, we literally could not find any toilet paper. Four fucking stores. Four. Gone. All of it. Don't worry. Batman, a.k.a. me. Husband <laughs> saved the day. Found some. Yep. The world's greatest detective. Yep. Walgreens. And then you know what happened? Somebody behind you went in and like got a mass amount of it. Mm-hmm. Like why? What is the toilet paper going to do? Did I miss some kind of study that cotton, like the toilet paper will protect you from the coronavirus? I don't know. I'm telling you, they're dressing up as mummies in it and being like, all right, I have my essential oils, my fucking 7-Up or ginger ale. And they're just like, and va- Vicks vape rub with my toilet paper. Let's go. Um, you can't yeah, touch this. I know. <laughs> Trying to remember what's what. Definitely essential oils is white people. Mm-hmm. Such my such a my mom thing. Hmm. And her fucking whatever crazy con- ass concoction she had me make when I was sick last time. Jesus it was fucking hot water, ginger, garlic, lemon, and cayenne, and then you blend it. That just sounds delicious. It was hard. It was really hard. I did my best. But it did make you feel better. It did. But I was like, like I took the first sip and I was like, ha. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, I don't know what just happened. Like, I can smell it right now as I'm describing it. Mostly the ginger, but like, yeah, it was just like, oh, that sounds rough. And I was like, my, and I was like, as I'm sipping it, I'm like, do I have to drink all the pulp shit? And she's like, preferably, but you don't really have to. But I'm like, no, I'm not drinking the pulp shit. I'm just getting it around as best I can. Oh, and honey. I forgot about the honey. Everybody loves honey. Honey. Yeah. Ginger, honey, hot water, cayenne, garlic. Wrong. Honey. Honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> but yeah. So anyways, enough about our crazy at-home remedies. This week's topic is going to be a part oneer, because it was a lot longer than I anticipated. Initially, when I was like scrolling through it, I'm like, yeah, let's be fine. And then I was typing it the other night, and I'm like, this is going to be really long. Why so it's you, time to initiate the two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? What was it? Like the, what is it? Robin Hood Men in Tights where they're like... With kazoos? Yeah. <laughs> so I know Mel Brooks movies are not appropriate at all. Oh, I fucking love Mel Brooks But they're movies. so good. Can't watch them in front of the children. No. Harold, oh, can we... When can we introduce them to Spaceballs? When they're 14. Bullshit. Too bad. I made them. They came it's... out of my vagina, not yours. She's <laughs> not wrong. <sighs> and unfortunately, you were there for neither of them. He, uh, The second one was not his fault. Well, no, it wasn't his fault. I wasn't saying that like, it's a bad thing. It just, unfortunately, You're that's a just terrible father. <laughs> You're the worst father ever. Ironically enough, the thing about that... Is the one thing I'm most upset about it. Well, outside of not being able to see Felix, like, the whole process. Is, uh, like, I was doing, like, 100 miles an hour, and I didn't get pulled over for the whole, my wife's pregnant! Let's give you an escort there. That's what he was waiting on. That's so dumb. It was an hour drive doing, like, 100 miles an hour, and I didn't get pulled over. My hospital was on an island. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, no. I was I also, so mad. Oh, okay. Weird fact before we get into our topic. I was listening. I was overhearing a conversation about pregnancy stuff. Oh, this is going to be My fun. My one coworker, you know, has a child. And she was talking about how she wanted to keep him on the umbilical cord for a half hour. Why? I don't know. I'm sure there I didn't catch the whole conversation, but the mental image that struck upon my head had me shooketh. Like, literally, you have a cord coming out. Well, I guess, I don't know, it's attached to the placenta, though, right? Uh-huh, and the placenta And the placenta is... eventually comes out? Yep. Yeah. Because you actually give, like, women would give birth twice. Mm-hmm. Ugh. God. Well, you don't feel the placenta. Well, it's, like, kind of, Ugh. Okay. I slither out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay, now I'm less bothered. But like the first initial mental image I had is just like cord coming out of a J and the baby's still attached to it and then her just like still being attached oh, to the baby. baby. Oh, my yeah, like later I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Welcome to Looney Tunes. Like, if you ever get a chance to hear women talk about their pregnancies and giving birth and just get to overhear part of a conversation, I highly encourage you to it. Because it's exciting. fucking weird. No, the only exciting part of mine was the doctor just like, oh, you know, one more push. I was like, no. And they're just like, what? I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> just like, snip. Yeah, see, if they had just fucking called me, 
like she had asked them to, it would have been fine. The salt. <laughs> I'm mad as fuck. I was also not there for both pregnancies. The salt. And well, both were not my fault. You were like, how many? Oh, God. I don't even know how many states away, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no. For the second uh... one. But. But anyways, enough about babies and okay. giving birth and umbilical cords. I mean, you know. This week's topic is the Bermuda Triangle. Because that's completely relevant to babies. I mean, just say it. It's totally Whoa. relevant. You come out of magical portals, mm-hmm. um, alternate timelines. It's where Uncle Fester was. Absolutely. <laughs> and he's bald like a baby. Yeah. Because some babies are bald. Some come out with a fuck ton of hair, though. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie had hair, a lot of hair too. No, oh my god, I gotta show you a picture of this baby later. It's like a cousin of mine's ex. I don't know why I have him on Instagram, but he posted a picture of his baby. Like that baby looks like he's wearing a fucking wig, or like a toupee, because that's how much fucking hair is on his fucking head. It, it, is it already ear dried? It's yeah, it's okay. stupid. Well, it's like I think a year or something. Oh, okay, but it's still like, ear dried. But like, it's still so much fucking hair i'm like where 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 do you have space on your tiny little head for that much to come out of it all the volume do you have a scalp is it all just hair is it a joe dirt incident no nothing like mullet wise but it's a lot of fucking hair like i just remember staring at it i just wanted to like text my cousin but it was like an ex that like i think well i'm sure she wouldn't care if i actually like messaged her about it but i was like bra this baby that hair is stupid (laughs) Not stupid looking. <laughs> that's, that's stupid, but like the amount of hair he has is stupid. I've never met this baby. I don't know if it's stupid or not. <laughs> well, until they can really like poop and eat, feed themselves, they're kind of like gibberish, well, drunken they can little poop. Like on its own in the toilet. Oh, okay. I was just <laughs> like, babe, they shit themselves all the time. I've seen it. Well, you, where you don't have to clean it because you know we're adults and we don't have people. So I remember hearing this thing where it's like, how do you tell a baby's ugly? Like, the, the mother, the baby's ugly. Oh, it looks like you. Savage. <laughs> That's vicious. Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> yeah, Bermuda Triangle never would happen to me because I'm gorgeous. Gorgeous. But anyways, Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. What is the Bermuda Triangle, you may ask? My next vacation spot. I know. <laughs> Hey, if it's a portal to some other fucking dimension, take me. Let's go. Yeah. Is there coronavirus there? No. In flights are I'll cheap. I'll have toilet paper. <laughs> it's an alternate universe where the whole land is just made of toilet paper. Oh, thank the gods. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Again with the fucking opera music. <laughs> just you prancing through the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge oh my god so uh the bermuda triangle also known as the devil's triangle i like it the already devil. The devil. or hurricane alley is a loosely defined region in the western part of the north atlantic ocean where a number of aircraft and ships are said to have disappeared under mysterious circumstances most repu- reputable sources dismiss the idea of that there is any mystery. Yeah, but I don't care about reputable sources, though. I need the facts. I want the crazy person on the street that is like, the end is nigh. And I'm like, this guy's spitting over here. You know what? <laughs> <The fuck's> spitting. <laughs> 
I cracked it. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go on a boat. We're going to uh, tie it like a piece. But we are going to sing I'm on a boat while well, we're on a yeah, boat. Well, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> okay, obviously. good. I was just about it to ask to that. Happen. So what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that there's string, not string, rope around us, obviously, and like also around a camera. So then when people are just like, we'll get far enough into the beamer triangle, we can pull ourselves back, but we have video evidence. Hmm. But what if I don't want to go back? I mean, then we cut the ropes. Okay, good. I like it. We cut our own ropes, but let leave the camera one so somebody can pull it and find it, the evidence. Oh, good. I do love a good found... They could make a found footage horror movie of that. I don't know why, but I'm super into found footage horror films. I love it. Well, not like super And then it shows us it. being like stupid crazy and be like, she's a witch and cutting fucking other people's cords and like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, Blair Witch was kind of a big step for that, but like Paranormal Activity, like that was like the found footage craze. But I don't know. There's just something I love about where a thing is like, okay, definitely not true, but would be kind of cool if it was. Mm -hmm. But also not really because I don't need no fucking demon haunting my shit. I mean, I've only seen the first three movies. I haven't seen the other ones yet. Yeah, because there's like five. Exactly. But I, I still have to do. Three. Three is like, I feel like, the perfect cap. No more. Because after that, it like goes downhill. Because there's the one, and then the other one that tells the actual story when they're kids, and then it does when, oh, God, what is it? The fourth one is like Hispanics in like a projects area, and that's a different, like, deeper one of how the demon, like, latched onto people, Mm -hmm. and then the lady and the boy were found in the next movie and i think there was another movie after that i don't know but i have not seen those last two it's or too three much. too much mm-hmm. oh we got no time for that so uh the vicinity of the Bermuda triangle is amongst the most heavily traveled shipping uh lanes in the world with ships frequently crossing through it for ports in the americas uh europe and the caribbean islands cruise ships and pleasure craft regularly sail through the region and commercial and private aircraft routinely fly over it which so i don't know can... where i thought the bermuda triangle was but i didn't think it was that close <laughs> girl yeah it's i feel like... dumb as like i was typing this stuff like and then i remembered the beach boys song bermuda Bahamas. <laughs> i'm like god david brianna sometimes <laughs> Yeah, it's like you just out. don't think about what things. What is it, like Cuba, tip of Florida, and then like another island? Uh, I think it's going to go over that here in a second. And like origins or whatever. But yeah, like, I don't know. I had a lot of revelations this week, okay? Finding out Brandon Lee was Bruce Lee's son. That was my, listen. That he died playing the crow? No, I knew that he died playing the crow. That that I've known for a hot minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't realize, I knew he was shot, but I didn't realize, like, how he was shot. I guess they tried to, like, make their own bullets mm-hmm. to be, like, a blank. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they didn't clear the gun properly, so then when they put the blank in, it was able to mm-hmm. shoot him with whatever, like, tip was, like, left and lodged in the gun. It's crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Clean your guns. Don't play with guns. If you don't have a gun, don't play with guns. If you have guns, clean your guns. Always clear the chamber. Yes. No Always check the see if the chamber is clear. Just, 
always clear. <laughs> you can be as like familiar with your gun as you want, and then your idiot person. You. That's all it takes is one moron. Not even one moron. Just you're cocky. So. Popular culture has attributed various disappearances to the paranormal or activity by extraterrestrial beings. Documented evidence indicates that a significant percentage of the incidents were spurious, inaccurately reported, or embellished by later authors. Hmm. Wow. Cool. You, you it's all a hoax. You mean people lie? Yeah. I'm shook. I really am down to my core. I just, you know, I don't know what to do. I thought everyone was honest. Like Zona. The fight's put next to you. It makes it look like it was not her. (laughs) The dog has human-ass farts and I cannot. (laughs) But when her brother sneezes, she looks at him disgustingly. Like, appalled. Yep. Like, he dare even exist by her. Small cat, how dare you sneeze in my direction? <laughs> you know, like, bitch, you just farted five times. Shut up. <laughs> Lady farts. You thought I was lying. He's a lion. <laughs> like, it's just it's just extra funny because it sounds like people farts. <laughs> like, secret people farts where it's just like... No. Like, uh-huh. it was like... <laughs> real like, noisy farts. Like... Okay, other favorite animal fart story. We had this one cat named Frodo. And then I guess there was one time that he was sitting on my brother's head. <laughs> and Dick, it's like, whatever, Frodo's just chilling. And then he goes, and then all of a sudden I feel this little of air. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And then he goes into the most vile smell. He goes, and I realize that fucking cat farted on my head. Did he just try to lay there, though, still? Yeah, he was unbothered. He's just like, eh. Keep my fart cushion now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, I miss that cat. That was a good cat. He was a good cat. Tell with all my shenanigans. But anyways, so going on to Origins. So, the early suggestion of unusual disappearance in the Bermuda area appeared in a September 17th, 1950 article published in the Miami Herald. Herald! Herald! <laughs> Think of the children. Herald. They can't be telling lies. But this was by Edward Van Winkle Jones. Edward Van Winkle Jones. This is like the most. The second. Yeah, like, like, this was, like, the most fucking fairy tale ass fucking name. Like, what the fuck, white people? Like, we thought this was a more recent thing. You know what? Can that be my stage name? Van Winkle. <laughs> so I was listening give, to Give the... me your baby and I'll give you some gold spool. Exactly. <laughs> I was listening to Find the... yourself a husband. <laughs> So I was listening to The Dollop, and they have an episode about a guy named Griffith J. Griffith. Yeah. Like... (laughs) You heard me right. I just... It's just... I don't know. I just don't understand it. Like, what is... Why? Let's not not understand. His first name is the same as the last. Like... Griffith? Griffith? Maybe they liked Griffins. Why are you being so judgmental? 
Well, he I didn't per- name himself. I personally like hippogriffs. <laughs> yes. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm into that melded animal shenanigans. What was it? It was a shoebill stork. That's what uh, they're based off of, too. You have to bow to them. Oh. And then they'll let you touch them. And it looks like something out of a fucking fantasy movie. Wait, there are actual birds that you got to fucking bow to for them to let yeah. you touch them? I'll sh- I don't know. This shit sounds wild. All right, I'm on it. <sighs> well, while he's doing that, back to Edward Van Winkle Jones. So, two years later, Fate magazine published Sea Mystery at Our Back Door. Ooh. A short article by George Sand. Hi, Sand. <laughs> Mr. Sand, if you will. Mr. Sandman. Bring me a dream. Oh, my God, that cat video. <laughs> Was bum, everything. Bum, 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 bum. I still have that. I'm safe for you. <laughs> it's. Oh my god, I have seen those. They're like horrifying, but they're, I also want one. They're fucking huge. I don't know what it is, but I just have like. It's a Stark. Fuck that noise. I want That's one. like. The one that. That brings like, you like. Demon babies. I definitely want. Like to the touch spawn that. of Satan is being carried by that. Like, I totally would, that's on my bucket list, if I ever actually officially have one, is to touch one. I mean, Austin wouldn't let me take it home, but I want to touch it. They're fucking tall. They're probably taller than you, or as tall as you. What's it say? I'm working on it. Oh my god. (laughs) Isn't he cute? Anyways. I love them. So George Sand. Covering the loss of several planes and ships, including the loss of Flight 19. What? Oh, I thought they were that tall. I'm they're like sorry. three and a half to four and a half. But that's so cool. they're like y'all's height. You mean the baby's height? Y'all's height. Bitch, so I'm Donnie five, and a Felix. Three, okay. Oh my God, Bray, they're Donnie and Felix's size. Fuck that noise. <laughs> that's why I need another slightly less. They live to be like thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're cute. Which is odd because usually big, bigger birds live a little bit longer. That's like how long my medium-sized bird is going to live. I'll just start the little. Two years later, Fate Magazine published Sea Mystery at Our Back Door, a short article by George Sand covering the loss of several planes and ships, including the loss of Flight 19, a group of five Na- uh, five U.S. Navy crewmen. I remember that story. A TBM Avenger torpedo bombers on a training mission. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of words. Yeah. What? Say that last part again. They were on a training mission. So you remember that that uh, that Teddy Roosevelt thing I was telling you about? Yeah. That's the mission. But these ones went missing. Oh, then never mind. Yeah, as I was say, like, did they come back? Because these ones didn't. No, this is another dollop thing. But it, it it's about a mission where uh, they get like this destroyer and they're escorting te- uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, across the ocean for some reason I forget and uh, they do practice runs of trying to shoot torpedoes so it'd be like all right fire torpedo one firing torpedo one pretends to hit the fire torpedo button fire torpedo two firing torpedo two pretends to hit the button fire torpedo three actually fires torpedo three at the ship that FDR or not FDR that Teddy Roosevelt's on woof in an area where they have radio silence because of U-boats. 
Wait, are you sure it's Teddy Roosevelt? Yeah. Uh, I think so. It's either, yeah, because... Because, no, because Teddy Roosevelt is like... Yeah, this was like during, like, around, like, World War II time. Was he alive during that? I think so, because they had the, the... No, I'm thinking of the Hoover. Yeah, that was during um, the Depression. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. And I then feel you had like... FDR. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because the reason why I know it's Teddy Roosevelt is because, so, they they shoot the missile, they're in radio silence, they can't radio the ship that the president is on, and then proceeds to grab a light shade, which, mind you, that the entire crew are farm personnel with no prior training on ships. (laughs) (sighs) Proceed to signal... There is a torpedo coming the other way. <laughs> Realize that they messed up on the <laughs> on the signal. Proceed to signal. We're going in reverse. <laughs> At that point, they pick up the radio and and tell them that hey, we fired. <laughs> There's a torpedo coming your way. You guys need to move to the right. And then Teddy Roosevelt in a wheelchair. He's just like. No, that's that's not Teddy Roosevelt. It's Teddy Roosevelt. No, and the FDR's in the wheelchair. What? Teddy Roosevelt can't be in a... Okay, who is the one who needed the bathtub? That was Teddy Roosevelt. No, that's... No, the one that died in the bathtub? No. Nobody got died. He got stuck in the bathtub. bathtub. Oh, he got stuck. That was Teddy Roosevelt. No, it wasn't. Who was it? No, that was Taft. Oh, yeah. (gasps) That's right. All right. That was like something Taft. Yeah, I was like... I'm pretty sure it's... Up. Yeah, because like but regardless, finish your story real quick. But anyway, so he like tells his the Secret Service to like, hey, roll me over towards the edge. I want to see this torpedo, and then tells them to shoot their guns at it. To have it explode. I mean, balling. <laughs> yeah. The fuck's given. Like, right? you want some prime real estate? <laughs> like, you want some funny stories? Dollop has that because you hear some wild stuff. History is a hell of a place. I love well, it. And it's all American. Well, 90% of it is American history. Moving forward. But, yeah. No, they just, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely not Teddy Roosevelt, though. I'm going to look it up. Okay. So, uh, moving on to uh, CN's article was the first to lay out the now familiar triangular area where the losses took place. Flight 19 alone would be covered... Again, in the April 1962 issue of American Legion magazine, Uh, in it, author Alan W. Eckert wrote that the flight leader had been heard saying, We are entering white water. Nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green. No. The water, no white. He also wrote that officials at the Navy Board of Inquiry stated that the planes flew off to Mars... So, Sands' article was the first to suggest a supernatural element to the Flight 19 incident. Hmm. I have some concerns. Let's hear it. <laughs> to Mars. Yeah. Hmm. Wouldn't they be hot? And they'd die. No, they'd be cold. Right? Mars? Yeah. No, that was closest to the sun, wasn't no, it? No, that's Mercury. Mars thought- is the red one. That was Mars, Mercury. Mars is the one that we might have to live on if we keep fucking the Earth up. Stop shouting at me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need for that. I'm, I'm just shouting. I'm, just, I'm mad at humanity. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I like Earth. 
but my home planet is Pluto, so as long as I know where Pluto is, I kind of get lost where everything else is. And I don't give a fuck what you say, Pluto's a fucking planet, bitch. 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 <laughs> Salty as fuck. Right? Nine planets. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. That's what we were raised on. 90s babies forever. Forever. So, continuing on, in uh, February 1964, Vincent Gaddis wrote an article called The Deadly Bermuda Triangle in the pulp magazine Argosy, saying Flight 19 and other disappearances were part of a pattern of strange events in the region. The next year, Gaddis expanded this article into a book, Invisible Horizons. Mm. Mm. Invisible Horizons. I don't know. Everything is to the theme of Never Ending Story. Because it's a fucking great movie. You know, so sad. But so good. Because the horse. Art tech. I know. Some bullshit. Stop killing animals in movies. I don't care about the people. Fuck the people. All about the animals. Yes. <laughs> Fuck the police. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. That just popped into my head. But anyways, so other writers elaborated elaborated on Gaddis's ideas. John Wallace Spencer, who wrote Limbo of the Lost, 1969. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Limbo of the Lost. Oh, I forgot to put quotations at the end of this. I was like, boop, boop. you know, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Limbo of the Lost, which was written in 1969 and then reprinted in 1973. Charles Berlitz, The Bermuda Triangle, 1974. Richard Weiner, the Devil's Triangle, 1974, and many others, all keeping to some of the same supernatural elements outlined by Eckert. So the Triangle area. This is where we discuss what the Triangle's like. Yes. So the Gaddis Argosy article delineated the boundaries of the Triangle, giving its vertices as Miami, San Juan, Puerto Rico, I'm sorry, Miami, Florida, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Subsequent writers did not necessarily follow this definition, or Definition. <laughs> Definition. Uh, some writers gave different boundaries and vertices to the triangle. Triangle. The total area varying from 500,000 to 100 and, or I'm sorry, 100 numbers. <laughs> 500,000 to 1,510,000 miles. Uh, indeed, some writers even stretch it as far as the Irish coast. Don't know why there's a quote there, but there was a quote there. That's racist. Oh, listen. Might as well stretch it to the Irish coast. That's where all the potatoes are. Well, aren't. Potato famine. R.I.P. Yep, yep. But, so consequently, the determination of which accidents occurred inside the triangle depends on which writer reported them. Which, yeah, I know. Which I'm like, that's suspect. Right? Is why it- are you looking at a black man? Why are you in a rap artist? Willie D. What is happening? This is delineated so far from our discussion. He gets lost. I'm trying to get the actual thing. It's kind of like weird because the ship is called the Willie D. Oh, okay. I was like, then look up Willie D ship. Well, I was working on that. That was a rapper. (laughs) (laughs) And not like a rapper around a lollipop or anything, but that was... A rap artist. Rap artiste, artiste, if you will. Sandwich artiste. Austin. <laughs> oh, okay, so I think it was FDR. FDR, yeah. FDR. Now you sound stupid. No, I don't. Don't be jealous. Have you ever seen that? It was, I think it was on Cartoon Network. And, like, it was 
not furries, but like they were like giant mascots. And like I remember a dog, and they were like dancing along, and they were, like they're like la 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 la. Kano showed it to me. I'm just like, what kind of fucking shit do you watch? Do you remember bananas and pajamas from our childhood? No, I do. They're like they were in these like blue and white striped pajamas and there were bananas and they were coming down the stairs bananas and pajamas are coming down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> see she remembers you don't remember the song no he was making fun of me You've never heard this show? No. It was some weird ass shit. Was that like okay? Because I feel like it was one I never got to see that much. It was either on like really late at night, or it was like before Bozo came on. I think yeah, before that. I don't think I've actually ever seen Bozo. Dude. I like I knew of it, but I never yeah, got to actually same thing watch here. it. I always like watched like different things, and I was too busy running around anyway. All the um, time. I just remember only really watching Bozo like when my dad was picking me up on like a Saturday morning. I mm. think that's usually when I would see Bozo. No, it's I either re- that or if we were just getting a Sunday together or something like that. Oh, let's see. I, I remember, remember, Bo- the... remember Bozo buckets and shit. I remember the the one chick that dressed up like the doll with the couch. Oh, her. Mm. What the hell was yeah, her name? And then her Raggedy fucking... something. No, her fucking doll was a bitch. Oh, yeah. My mom did not like us watching that show for a minute. She's, She's like, angry. that doll's kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Or Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop. Yep. Lamb Chop. Remember Godzilla, the animated series? Yes. That's the only good thing that came out of that fucking movie. Oh, what movie? What? When they did the Godzilla movie, and then they did the animated series with the Godzilla I remember. And it wasn't like old school Godzilla. It was I've the one never, where... honestly, I've, I've never, never seen... seen a Godzilla movie. <gasps> what? I've even shown Felix and Donnie a go- like the Godzilla movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At this angle, I can't tell if you're baffled or if you're having an orgasm. <laughs> she shook. I'm shook. Because what? What? Right? This is what I have to live with. I'm- but I'm the weird one. We're going to find some fucking VHS. Because I know you still got a VHS player it's buried there. somewhere. Right over it's there. Right Perfect. Over Good. We're getting one. We're going to find them because you're going to watch them. I should have the Godzilla. We got to find the Mothra one because the Mothra twins. Mm-hmm. But also like, what? How mm-hmm. are you alive? To me, that's more sinful than not seeing a Star Wars. Sheltered box. All right, we need to continue. I know, I am. I'm getting started. I was unlocking the phone. Oh, my God. No, I'm just saying, like, we're massive tangents. I know. But I'm sorry, you shook me with the Godzilla thing. You shook me with the bananas and pajamas. (laughs) I know. I'm probably leaving that in. (laughs) We'll edit that in. Yeah. So back on to, you know... We're back. Yeah. We're, we're back on track. Oh, we're getting it together. I thought you were going to say, we're back. We're dinosaurs. <laughs> All that movie. Stop, Stop it. Me with nostalgia, sir. <laughs> because they're just, they're just, they're just, sometimes you just have those things where it's like, you remember this thing from childhood and you're like, was that a thing? And then you meet someone that knows about that thing and you're like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just some you acid fever. That's what we should do on the sleepover day. 
find some weird ass shit that well we i have think... little nemo i have thumbelina um i don't want to watch thumbelina i love you but you watch thumbelina so many goddamn fucking <laughs> deal with it have you seen the secret of nim yep okay. not the second one i've never second seen the second one that looked stupid her and gully yeah. Obviously, okay. these are those are movies I grew up on. Okay, good. Well, I don't know. So you didn't watch Godzilla, okay? Somebody yeah, because I was watching all the acid trip videos, like and Little if somebody Nemo. Somebody bought me Princess and the Goblins, like they said they were going to. I'd own that too. Oh my God, we should get that. Oh, and Troll in New York City. We have to have that one too, because yes. not a lot of people know that story either. Anyways, can't be that good. It's actually really good. It's Getting cute. off our nostalgia train and back onto the proper track to our destination, Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, shut up, Austin. I mean, literally, we're in the Bermuda Triangle. I'm just, oh, what if we're in the Bermuda Triangle? You're going to blow it just... <laughs> That's where we've been located this whole time. That's why we keep getting off track. We can't find our way through the story. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, criticisms of the concept of Bermuda Triangle, speaking of, you know, cracking the code. <laughs> so, Larry, this last name I didn't look up, so I apologize. Kush. I'm going with Kush. 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 Yes. So, Kush Larry man. Kush, the author of The Bermuda Triangle Mystery, Solved. Oh. Sounds pretty pretentious of you, Larry, but I'll bite. <laughs> Tell me, how did you crack Because it sounds code? like clickbait and I'm a sucker. Yeah, I am. That is literally like something I'd be like, ooh, what's going on here? Yeah. I feel like that's just all of my true crime obsession is via clickbait. Because I'm like, ooh, murder, what's this? And then I <laughs> fall into murder. a hole. Murder. So, Bermuda Triangle Mysteries Solved, 1975. Argued that many claims of Gaddis and subsequent writers were exaggerated, dubious, or unverifiable. Larry's research revealed a number of inaccuracies and inconsistencies between Berlitz's accounts and statements from eyewitnesses, uh, participants, and others involved in the in- initial incidents. I'm, it, I have it listed as his last name, but since I don't know the proper pronunciation, I'm just going with Larry. We're very casual today, Larry. Deal with it. Casual Larry is casual. So why don't you just be like Mr. Larry? Fuck that. Living like Larry. Listen, Austin. I'm going with Larry. Because Larry and I are learning about each other and apparently how he's solved this thing, okay? I don't know why I'm so, like, heated against Larry for solving this. so salty at Larry right now. (laughs) God damn it, Larry. I don't know. Also, that's just another, like, name that I could just see myself being like, God damn it, Larry, get it together! (laughs) (laughs) So... Larry noted cases where pertinent information went unreported, such as the disappearance of, uh, sorry, disappearance of round-the-world yachtsman Donald Crowhurst. Hmm. Who he be? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, he was a round-the-world yachtsman. Okay. Went around the world. Good for him. Moving <laughs> so, out his dreams. Which Berlitz had presented as a mystery, despite clear evidence to the contrary. Another example was the ore carrier recounted by Berlitz as lost without trace three days out of an Atlantic port when it had been lost three days out a port with the same name, but in the Pacific Ocean. What? So essentially it's the old common, it's like, you know, how they have multiple names, but in different locations. So it's oh, like, okay. oh, it came out of this port in Atlantic, but it's actually, no, this port has the same name, but it's the other side. So nowhere near the Bermuda Triangle. 
So, uh, Larry also argued that a large percentage of the incidents that sparked allegations of the Triangle's mysterious influence actually occurred well outside of it. Often his research was simple. He would review period newspapers of the dates uh, of reported incidents and find reports on possibly relevant events like weather that were never mentioned in the disappearance stories. Which, I mean, fair. Not so mysterious when Hurricane, you know, Brenda comes rolling through. I know. What? Because it could dispute their things. Because nothing's more spooky than being like, it was a perfectly calm sea, and then they just disappeared. Sounds like a perfect case of murder. Murder. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much this guy is just like early on Mythbusters. Yeah. Murder. I like it. But he's got to have the mustache. That needs the mustache. Gotta have the mustache. So Larry concluded that the number of ships and aircraft reported missing in the area was not significantly greater, proportionally speaking, than in any other part of the ocean. So the normal amount of people died and disappeared there. Okay. I don't know what the normal amount is, but that's what I'm going with. A lot. I feel like five is kind of low. The ocean is a mysterious beast and she shan't be tamed. I mean, truth. <laughs> I know. I, we don't really know what's in the waters. Listen, I want to be the old sea dude, but without having traveled the sea. Because fuck that shit, it's terrifying. Mm-mm. So, in an area frequented by tropical cyclones, the number of disappearances that did occur were, for the most part, neither disproportionate, unlikely, or mysterious. Cool. Awesome. So, it's all normal shit. There's nothing exciting about that. I know. I was like, can you stop killing my buzz here, Larry? So furthermore, Burlitz and other writers would often fail to mention such storms or even represent the disappearance as having happened in calm conditions when meteorological records clearly contradict this. I don't know why, but that one I knew I was like, even typing that, I was like, oh. Meteorologist? Meteorological. Meteorological? Yeah, I know. I don't know why, but. Uh, So... The numbers themselves had been exaggerated by sloppy research. Uh, A boat's disappearance would be reported, but its eventual, if belated, return to port may not have been. So, like, they'd be running late, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just going to make it that these people disappeared. And didn't come back. And then they're like, oh, hey, guys, I'm just a couple days late. And they're like, shut up. No, you're not. You're dead. You're dead, Brandon. (laughs) Y'all get out of (laughs) here. Go on, get. They're all dead. They ain't never coming back. It's like, it's like, it's like that bear from, um, from Brother Bear. The old one. She's like, I can still, sometimes still hear its voice. He's like, dang, damn it, what I told you, I ain't dead. Well, the thing that she was referencing was from, um, The Bravest Warriors. There's an episode, yeah. The possum bear uh, wakes up from his nap, and the bravest warriors aren't out. They're out shopping or whatever, and he wakes up and he leans over to another character. He's like, "They're all dead. They ain't, they ain't never coming back." <laughs> he's, I fucking love him. If we ever like get more matching tattoos, he's gonna get um, cat bug. Cat bug. I'm getting impossible bear, and you have to watch the series so you can pick. It is the <laughs> best thing ever. Okay, it's retarded. I mean. I had six. What's like eight more? <laughs> no, this it's really short. They're like twelve minutes or something. Not even. Some of the episodes are only like five minutes long. Yeah. 
I can get with that. So moving on, uh, back to a topic because you know, we just hard passed like curveball into Tom Hanks. Uh, some disappearances, sorry. So some disappearances had in fact never happened. One plane crash was said to have taken place in 1937 off Daytona Beach, Florida, in front of hundreds of witnesses. A check of the local paper, papers, papers, <laughs> local papers revealed nothing. What? Now y'all just lying. You liars. Why gotta be like that? Why gotta be so rude? Not the one that was coming to my mind. I don't know. I had. I, had I was thinking head. of the other one. Why are you always lying? Like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It, that sounds familiar, but I'm just that. It's that it's a meme. But anyways. So, the legend of the Bermuda Triangle is a manufactured mystery perpetuated by writers who either purposely or unknowingly made use of misconceptions, faulty reasoning, and sensationalism. Mm. (laughs) Sensationalism! I don't know why, but that's just any type of anyone says that I just want a jazz hand. Like, jazz hand away. I don't know. I need some gloves. (laughs) Tom Dynam, Michael Jackson. (laughs) Don't say that. She said glove. She didn't say like a silver sparkly one. I, I have very strong feelings about him right now after watching that one documentary. And I mean, and other previous allegations against him. I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. Because we're getting sidetracked too much. Yeah. Also, we don't want to well, take a hard stance on anything. This is our opinion. Other people have their own opinions. So fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so in a 2013 study, the Worldwide Fund of Nature identified the world's top 10 uh the world's top 10 most dangerous waters for shipping but the bermuda triangle was not among them hmm hmm why not haters hmm. they don't even know they don't so further responses uh when the uk channel 4 television program the bermuda triangle 1992 was being produced by john simmons of geofilms for the equinox series the marine insurance market lloyd's of london Sorry, that was a little loud. That was aggressive. It was. <laughs> but I just couldn't. Lloyd's of London. I love it. <laughs> Lloyd's. Lloyd's. Like, is there multiple Lloyd's? Of course Why there are there so many Lloyd's? All the Lloyd's. Where did they find each other? At the Lloyd family reunion, Brianna. I, I mean, did they, are their last names Lloyd or their first names Lloyd? You never know. It's the Lloyd family were reunion. They, were they born in London? <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> Comments, concerns. <laughs> Email us. <laughs> the Lloyds are real. <laughs> Lloyds of London. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just an insurance market. Lloyds of London. I love it. Anyways, so they were asked if an unusually large number of ships had sunk in the Bermuda Triangle area. Lloyds determined that large numbers of ships had not sunk there. Lloyds does not charge higher rates for passing through this area, which, I mean, that's how you know it's true. If they aren't fucking you up the ass, but like insurance rates for flo- like floating, floating sailing. The sea. I don't know sailing. Is it sailing? I'm when it's not floating. a sailboat. What if it's oh. just a regular boat? Boating. It's still sailing, right? Cruising. Cruising. I don't fucking know. I've never been on a ship on the ocean. Coasting. I don't know. Point being, they're charging sailing. you extra on your rates and stuff, and for extra coverage for going through there. That's how you know it's not real. I mean, okay. Because insurance companies sometimes will just be like, hey, you sneezed recently. Ten extra dollars. Volcano insurance. But you're my car insurance. (laughs) 
Doesn't matter. On oh, Saint yeah, Cyber. You know what? Thirty dollars. <laughs> it's an argument now. <laughs> and now it's three what? <laughs> but anyways, so uh, United States Coast Guard records confirm their conclusion. In fact, the number of supposed disappearances is relatively insignificant. Insignificant considering the number of ships and aircraft that passes through on a regular basis. The Coast Guard is also officially skeptical of the Triangle, noting that they collect and publish through their inquiries much documentation contradicting many of the accidents or I'm sorry, incidents written about by the Triangle authors. In one such incident involving the 1972 explosion and sinking of the tanker VA Fog, the Coast Guard photographed the wreck and recovered several bodies in contrast with one of the Triangle's authors claim that all the bodies had vanished, with the exception of the captain, who was found sitting in his cabin at his desk, clutching a coffee cup. Okay. I don't know. That's a bit dramatic. I Literally. There's nothing more than dramatic than... Was it his dead body? Oh, yeah. It, it was his dead body. But yeah, there's well, nothing more dramatic... More dramatic. ...than being like, and there was his skeleton just clinging to his coffee cup. And no one else was to be found. Did it say number one uh, sea captain? What that? The cop. Oh. <laughs> and also, that was the most intelligent question. What that? <laughs> what that saying? <laughs> what that? <laughs> Who did? Who did? <laughs> IGGI. Or IGGY. God damn it, I can't even spell his name. Anyways. My dad did that before. Somebody knocked on the door. He goes, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Mind you, Dad was drunk. Pops was extremely intoxicated. Yeah, but that's why we like him. And he also screamed like a girl when he seen a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Pops. I love him so much for it. So, where was I? Um, Skeptical, fog, tanker, captain, coffee cup. Coffee. There you go. So, <laughs> Got the checklist. <laughs> I just, I was like, I can't remember how far into this paragraph I am. Coffee so, check. In, <laughs> in addition to VA fog, sank off the coast of Texas, nowhere near the commonly accepted boundaries of the triangle. The Nova Horizon episode, uh, the case of the Bermuda Triangle, aired on June 27, 1976, was highly critical, stating that when we've gone back to the original sources or the people involved, the mystery, or mystery, the mystery evaporates. Science does not have to answer questions about the triangle because those questions are not valid in the first place. Ships and planes be- behave in the triangle the same way they behave everywhere else in the world. Which, damn, okay. Way to be like, there are stupid questions. Remember in school, you know, people, there's no question, it's a stupid question. Get Guess us. what? Life check, Timmy. There are. And you'll get stupid answers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. always the best. I mean, fuck it. So, uh, skeptical researchers such as Ernest Taves, Taves? Taves. Taves. We're going Taves. And Barry Singer have noted how mysteries and the paranormal are very popular and profitable. This has led to the production of vast amounts of material on topics such as the Bermuda Triangle. They were able to show that some of the pro-paranormal material is often misleading or inaccurate, but it produces it but its producers continue to market it. Accordingly, they have claimed that the market is biased in favor of books, TV specials, and other media that support the triangle mystery and again and against well-researched material if it God damn it. 
this is me typing late at night, uh, and against well-researched material if it espouses a skeptical viewpoint. Which again, I mean, mood. Do you know what sounds more interesting? Hearing about all the things that could have disappeared in the triangle instead of hearing like, here's all the things that make it not a mystery. I'm not here for history. I'm here for spook. Right. And I demand spook. Spooky spooky, damn it. That's next week. I just don't want to sleep. No, I do want to sleep. No sleep tonight. But I literally, my, so we saw the Quiet Place 2 part 2 preview at, well, at my mom's. And she was like, and I was like, I'm so excited for this movie. And she's like, how do you watch this stuff? And I was like, well, sometimes it's nice to be anxious about things that aren't real than all the things that are real. <laughs> I just like to redirect my anxiety sometimes. <laughs> and put that anxious energy into something that most likely is not going to happen. Keeps you on your toes. And I say most likely because there's still always a part of my anxiety that is, what if it does happen one day? And I'm like, gas. <gasps> the lights turn out. <laughs> Get the salt. Idea. Yeah. Yep. That's, you know, another glimpse. We'll call this glimpse into Bree's anxious brain. <laughs> uh, okay. So where was it? But like I said, I'm just like, I want to hear all the interesting shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is it. This is our last bullet point. And this is where we're going to end on. And then next week we go into all the fun shit. So yeah, sorry. Part one is the boring stuff. But also all the sidetracking. Bananas and pajamas. Godzilla. Mm. Star Wars. What's not to love? Apparently Godzilla because, you know, I haven't oh seen it. You shut your mouth. You know what this is? This is the we're meal We're going to show you the mo- Oh, yes. I like this analogy. I'm sorry. I just picked up on your analogies. I was about to yell at Austin. <laughs> The meal prep. <laughs> we get all the flavor and stuff. <laughs> we get it ready. And then we're going to eat it next week. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> eat it. I love it. God bless you, Weird Al. <laughs> so lastly, uh, Benjamin Radford, an author and scientific paranormal investigator, noted in an interview on the Bermuda Triangle that it could be very difficult locating an aircraft lost at sea due to the vast sea or vast search area. And although the disappearance might be mysterious, that did not make it paranormal or unexplainable. Radford further noted the importance of double-checking information as the mystery surrounding the Bermuda Triangle had been created by people who had neglected to do so. Yeah. What? Yep. What? Yep. So essentially, it's no fact-checking. It, it's real. Well, yeah, duh. But also, I love that it's like... Scientific paranormal mm. investigator. Like, that sounds legit. And I'm not saying that facetiously. I'm saying that factually. Because it's like that show, Ghost Hunters. Because mm. they're really good because they always debunk shit before they're like, it's ghosts. Unlike some people who shan't be named. Because <laughs> it'll fire breeze hate you. Fuck them, that's why. <sighs> I'll Ghost tell you later. <laughs> I don't know why, but. Oh, is that the one where it's, hey, no, 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 never mind. I'm getting uh, getting that mixed up. Maybe. You might be on the right track. What is it? No, where I was going to be like, hey, it's your boy. Oh, no, no. No, no yeah. that's BuzzFeed. Yeah. That's we like one. them. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. No, you're thinking of the other one that wears the tight shirts and he's just like, come at me, demon. Wearing, possess me right now if you're here. And it's like, what? <laughs> Scratch this person. It's like, whoa. Also. Did you ever see the Annabelle episode? No. Any fucking touched animal, I'm pretty sure. 
But she's locked up. Why would they it says do her out? Not, it says do not open any on 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 like any means. Unless it's a fake one. It's gotta yeah. be a fake one. Because I think they fucking fake that shit. There's no way. Mm-mm. I don't know. Now I kind of want to watch the episode again. But also I'm like, is it on Hulu or anything? I don't know. I've never I've, seen I've never actively no, looked for it because the, I just get mad. The artic- artifacts or something like that is on there. I don't know. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's part one. Bermuda Triangle. And not, a, not so much of a cliffhanger, but next week we'll go into hypothetical explanations as to why. Um things happened and then also we'll go into like the different supposed like cases of disappearances and such so yeah all the juicy stuff juicy bits this was just four and a half pages i have six and a half more or i'm sorry five and a half more math because there's only 10 pages math and i say only like that's a small number hey welcome to breeze like this will be fine and then i'm like seven pages and i'm like this is not fine i still have so much Poor future Brie. Also, as I'm, like, finishing typing, we had a little bit of a rough week. We weren't sure if we were recording or not. So I was like, yeah. And then I forgot to, like, finish it. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but all is well that ends well here at the Creepcast. Hey, how you doing? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to end this because now I'm so used to, like. So we rate, subscribe. And you follow. Oh, we can't forget that. You have to follow us first. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, you'll hear that all about that in the beginning of the episode. So go to those things. I don't know how to say goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.